0: So yeah, would you like to introduce yourself and tell me a bit about how you introduced to veganism?
1: So um, I'm Eve Gallagher and I'm a co-coordinator for Animal Rebellion Glasgow and I actually, the first time I heard about veganism was from a very young age, I've always had an extra neighbour who was vegan herself and she has 24 pet sheep that she's rescued. Right. So I've always actually known about veganism, um, I would say my whole life, Um, from then on, i sort of there was seeds planted here and there as i was growing up um i had a girl that was vegetarian in my class at school and when we were both 14 we went a week where we were like right bet you can't go vegan so i was actually vegan for a week when i was 14 right okay and um strangely enough i was around at my granny's house um she is a retired dairy farmer and so i was around there And they had no food i could eat there was i think i was able to eat um oat cakes right and so my mum was sort of said to me right this is um you know you can't do this it's too inconvenient you know we can't be preparing one meal for you and different meals for the rest of the family so you can't carry this on and so basically that was me did my week being vegan and then that was it um but then further down the line so i kind of got over that went through school um, went to university and there'd always been these little seeds planted here and there and so one day i went out on um christmas eve for the first time ever i hadn't been like out drinking on christmas eve i woke up on christmas morning and i was looking at the the christmas dinner mm-hmm. felt a bit hungover a bit sick and i was like i can't eat anymore you know i had like a yeah. couple of mouthfuls and i was like nah I think that's that's me defeated um and i was just thinking about the birds because all my all my life as soon as i heard about you know caged birds and things i was like Mm -hmm. right i'm only gonna buy free range because that's obviously nicer for the animals and then someone said to me like oh well free range isn't you know actually that much nicer they're still confined in sheds they're still in small spaces free range doesn't actually mean they get to go outside it just means they're not in a cage which is obviously isn't much better
0: yeah yeah
1: um so I decided at that point, um, for a new year, my resolution was going to be, I'm going to stop eating chickens or birds anyway. Um, so that was the first thing I sort of, um, stopped eating in terms of animal products. And then very soon after it was sort of milk was the next one. I was having hot chocolate around the festive period. I was like, mm, like, I don't actually like, why am I, why am I drinking this? This like cow's milk. What, like, what am I doing? Right. Yeah. So the more I was thinking about things the more like these little things I had been told maybe over my life where like the, the seeds that had been planted were sort of developing and I was thinking right I'm not gonna eat that I'm not gonna drink that and it was more just coming to a realization that like well why am I doing this I don't actually need to be um or you know someone someone that I respect or look up to has told me that this isn't a good thing mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna do it um, and yeah, so it was between sort of January of 2018. What and age were you around this time? Well, I was 20. Right. So 20, almost 21. Um, I, yeah, so I stopped eating chicken and then within four months I was vegan. So the last thing for me was, um, fish and eggs. Right. Um, I was I ha- working in a place where I was around some marine biologists and, um, yeah, so I would have probably been pescatarian quite happily. Yeah. Um, but then someone told me, they were like, oh, this is so bad, you know, like, wh- what are you eating fish? Like, that's that's the one thing I don't eat. Like, they weren't vegan themselves, but they didn't eat fish right, okay. because they were marine biologists. They knew a lot of information. I thought, well, I know nothing about this subject. So obviously these people are very smart. Yeah. And they must be onto something. So I just thought, well, I'm I'm not really in a position where I'm ready to do a lot of research. But I do know that these people are intelligent people they obviously know what they're talking about so i'm gonna you know take their advice and i'm gonna stop eating fish as well
0: so what was it they found uh, dangerous about eating fish
1: um so it wasn't so much dangerous it was just um like the environmental impact of fishing and because they were into the like they were into conservation they were sort of researching the species Uh um around the area like the marine life and they yeah so basically it was just like how unsustainable fish farming was and <clears throat> they knew just, the direct yeah, impact yeah, it was having yeah. yeah so it was more just listening to what they had to say i was quite speciesist i would say at the time mm-hmm. i didn't care as much about fish as i do other animals uh, or did other animals now they're all equal <laughs> mm-hmm. um but yeah at the time I sort of didn't see fish as that special or that important right, yeah so it was more yeah the side um of things like oh well they're they're damaging the impact they um you know it's not a good thing to be yeah, eating yeah. them so yeah that's it right I'm not gonna I'm um, not gonna eat them anymore right um, so you just that that. cut that out mm-hmm. completely
0: yeah um and then how did you decide to cut out eggs
1: eggs was um it was kind of just like the last thing so I decided Well, what's the point anymore? So I gave the eggs away to a friend and um, that was that. I still, at that point in time, I wasn't so sure. I hadn't done any research into veganism at all. I didn't, um, like, I I didn't really think that eating backyard hen eggs was a problem. Mm -hmm. Whereas now I know that, um, like, so naturally um, chickens would ovulate or produce an egg only 12 to 16 times a year but you know obviously we've farmed and bred them mm. so intensively that they're now producing one a day um, and yeah like just almost looking at them as resources as well I don't think yeah. anyone would um, like that has a chicken that they take the eggs from if that chicken wasn't producing eggs for them would they still be then looking after that chicken the same right. probably not um, like we are using those animals as resources and I, I feel it is unethical. But mm. at the at the time I hadn't done any research. I didn't really have a good understanding of the sort of ethics side of things. So it was more just out of staying consistent, I yeah. suppose. Like if I'm not having any of these other animal products, why is why am I making an exception for this one? Yeah. So rather than sort of looking and digging into it, um, it was a bit like honey, things like that. I had no idea, you know, what the process behind was, but now I know you know like they artificially inseminate the queen bee they Mm. cut their wings off to stop them getting away from from the hive um it's just yeah like a lot of these industries have like these hidden secrets but because i wasn't prepared to do the research maybe i thought well if i'm not prepared to do the research um you know that's just me being lazy so i should just you know be vegan and then if i then do some research and see well actually i you know, I don't mind that happening to that animal. Or I don't mind this side of this industry. Yeah. Then maybe I'll start eating those products again. So it was kind of like a kind of backwards way of doing it. Um, yeah. Almost like just doing it because I kind of knew that that was the right thing to do. Um, and then, um, yeah, just just uh, yeah. listening to people rather than actually doing my own research. Yeah.
0: 'Cause a lot of people they, they find that information out and then they become mm, vegan. Yeah, but for you you exactly. became vegan and then. Yeah, found that then I started out.
1: doing my research slowly. That's quite interesting.
0: Mm. Um how did you go from becoming vegan to becoming like an advocate for veganism?
1: So um yeah, so basically I yeah, I was vegan um, for about five and a half months um, mm-hmm. in the UK. Then I went over to Australia and when I got to Australia, I wasn't um, like I, I was the best vegan, I would say. There was a couple of occasions that I did eat animal products. Um, I hadn't done any research, so I ate some backyard hen eggs. I right. tried a little bit of kangaroo. I tried a little bit of fish over there. Right, okay. And there were like all of these um, instances that I thought, oh, well, it's, it won't be that bad. It's just a little bit where I've not bought that product. You know, I'm not directly contributing that I'm just like trying something um that someone has given me
0: right
1: but um so at this point I was like living in a van traveling around Australia and then um when I became settled in Melbourne I decided um I wanted or actually part way round, I stopped in um Ipswich stayed with some family and I thought you know what I want to watch a documentary and see if um you know any of these family members because i'd seen a lot online about forks over knives a lot of Mm -hmm. people finding some good information there that sort of made them more open to trying a plant-based diet for health reasons so i thought right i'm gonna sit down um i gave a list of documentaries so it was like conspiracy forks over knives and dominion to the Mm. um like my third cousins that i was staying with and i said right let's sit down and watch um (laughs) watch a documentary and They decided to choose um, forks over knives. So we watched that. That was all fine and well. And I sort of realized, oh my goodness, like I've, what have I been doing to my body? Because I hadn't been eating, you know, enough or very well. And I sort of lost a lot of weight very quickly between going vegan and then that point in time. So that was a, like quite a wake up call for me, like the nutrition side of it. I literally had no idea what I was actually putting into my body. Right. To be honest, before I was vegan, I had no idea what I was putting yeah, into my yeah. body either. So it was like, you know, whether I was vegan or not, watching that documentary, I would have had a shock. It would have been a shock to the system. Yeah. Um but yeah, in terms of getting into activism, um, a couple of months after that, I then watched Dominion. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the biggest wake up call for me i then realized what was actually happening to the animals i was very shocked by some of it a lot of the information to be fair i had seen just from some posts online here and there um but yeah in terms of um yeah activism i decided right this is so horrible i was encouraging you know the people around me to watch um and sort of they're like right you need to see this yeah. um this is terrible what's happening to these animals and that was sort of when I became an activist, I, I guess. Um, so I remember I was sitting um, in my room, and I was Googling how to become an animal rights activist. <laughs> like it was like the WikiHouse page. Right. And it was like, oh, um, you know, just start a conversation with family members, um, get some activism clothing. So that was the next thing I <laughs> bought an activism t-shirt, like the, the one I'm wearing today. Um, was like my first piece of activism clothing I bought then I was looking into getting stickers and all the rest of it and there was a really good website over in Australia it was like um, like a vegan meetup um, sort of website and you could choose what state you were in and then it would come up with all the vegan events that right. were in your area so I noticed that there were some vegan events um, there was something called glass walls and they also had the cubes of truth like mm-hmm. with anonymous for the voiceless yeah so, so for
0: those who don't really know what that is yeah. would you like to kind of like dive uh, into yeah that a of little course
1: bit? um so a cube of truth is basically so the cube is like people stand in a cube shape and they're holding yeah. screens up and on the screens it displays slaughterhouse footage or just um footage from farms and what they try and do is source footage from local farms to the area that they're doing the cube of truth in so like in melbourne it would have like some um footage from like bendigo or um like you know right, near yeah, nearby yeah. places um and, and they stand in like public yeah, places yeah. so that as many yeah. people as possible see mm-hmm. this. Yeah. so they'll try and find like maybe a shopping area like yeah. a busy street um within a town it could be you know yeah. anywhere that they're doing the cube of truth um so yeah they they basically try and attract public attention so they wear masks so the masks basically they do draw attention in mm-hmm. um and what they do is they stop people being distracted by the person that's holding the screen's face. Right. i suppose um and also it's just like something you're sort of like oh what's going on there and you might come over and then you look at the screen and you'll be quite shocked probably yeah if you haven't seen the sort of footage that's being showed before and then what um what we do is we try and do some outreach so you'll have a few people just standing around the cube watching the screens as well so when someone comes over and they look like they're sort of taking an interest or at least if they've stopped in the first place and they're you know standing for long enough to see what's what's happening or if they're looking shocked or upset then what we try and do is we'll we'll sort of stand beside them and we'll say do you know what's going on here or do you know what what we're doing today um and you just try and start a conversation um some people might have already seen it online you know they might already know what a cube of truth is yeah and um, some people will have never seen it before you'll get a lot of people coming past just shouting stuff like i love steak you know mm, right um, and yeah. so you're really open um or like you're opening yourself to like critique um as well and um, you'll get some people that really disagree with you like people with children as well they might be quite like, yeah, right, protect my kids from this, yeah. But the idea is, you know, we're showing you what you were actually feeding your child, so yeah, you know, yeah. they, they should have the right to see that as well. Um, but yeah, so it was a, a cube of truth type thing, um, it was called Glass Walls, so like, you know, the idea of slaughterhouse with glass walls or farm with yeah, glass yeah. walls. Um, so we were holding up screens and we were standing outside of McDonald's, and this was the first time I'd ever done any sort of activism and um, I was really nervous like I'd actually tried to go a few times before and then either like last minute being like oh no I can't do it or right. oh, God, like I'm not sure so it was actually the sort of second last weekend I was in Australia I um, <laughs> I so, yeah, the second last weekend I was in, in Australia I decided um, I would yeah I would go and give it a go because I was like well do you know what I'll try it. I'll go and see if they're there I went there was no one there, so I was like, "All oh, right, well, that's it." Like that was me. I tried, and then um, I went to go meet up with some friends. And I was walking back along the street, maybe like half an hour later, and then I saw some people setting up. I was like, "Oh, they actually are here." So then I told my friends, "I was like, right, that's it. I'm not coming. Um, or like, I'll see yeah. you later on." Yeah. Um, but this is this is what I want to be up to, and um, so I went and took part and they like they um welcomed me with open arms um (laughs) it was really nice like I met (laughs) some really lovely people that day and um yeah I had some really powerful conversations and it was um it was actually um at the the glass walls some guys drove um I think four hours they came from a farm four hours away they had a cow liver and they had a pig's heart and they were eating it like just like ripping it apart with their teeth like sort of spitting it out and they had, like, blood all over their mouths and it was really horrible. Like, I, I was crying a little bit. Not, not, like, too badly, but I was just thinking, why, why would anyone come and do this?
0: What was their motive, do you think?
1: So, they, they claimed that they were there promoting a grass-fed organic meat diet right. with the shock factor. Like, we were using the shock factor of this farm and Slaughterhouse footage to promote a vegan diet. Right, okay. And, you know, obviously, that's their claim i feel um, like
0: that would put more people off of eating mm, meat
1: well what i did i actually um so this is the first time i'd ever done activism and what i did i started a conversation with one of them it was quite unbearable because they stank of blood they had like flies around their right. mouth and I was just like <laughs> but um started a conversation i said oh well fair enough if it's something you believe in you know you've come out here you've you're you're trying to get people on side but you know we've we've come we've got this table we've got flyers we've got content to give out we're having you know positive conversation with people like i genuinely feel like we have opened some people's eyes up today and maybe even converted some people to Mm -hmm. veganism or at least explore the idea of veganism yeah do you feel like you've had that impact on anyone today and they they just looked at me and they were like well um mm, you know that yeah. that's a good point or oh, maybe next time that might be something we can think about and so it's you know it's very obvious that 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 wasn't um why they were there they were obviously they'd come they were standing alongside vegans to try and upset yeah yeah, us um but one of one of the highlights from that day was one of the girls that was doing activism she asked if she could see the the pig's heart so they handed it over and she just threw it into the road (laughs) so that was their prop gone right um but the liver was disgusting it was like huge um like i'll need i'll need to show you a picture later and you can maybe use it in your video if you want (laughs) but um it's um yeah so that was (laughs) that was quite a big thing to happen on my first ever day of doing animal rights activism um but yeah after that i went home and i ended up um so i had accepted a job offer so i ended up going home um there was no animal rights activism or anything going on at home i was sort of doing a bit of soul searching i was a bit lost Mm, in myself right and um yeah, I just I was unhappy. I felt really helpless um, in terms of what I could be doing for the animals. Right. I was just working constantly. I didn't have the time to go out and actually do anything um, activism wise. So I ended up, um, like, yeah, I ended up really feeling like the, the only thing I could do was to to leave my job and go and find find a way that I could get more involved with um, activism. Um, and yeah, so that's how I ended up down here in Paisley. So I quit my job. I came down without anywhere to live. I mm-hmm. um, Just all my stuff in a car. And I, yeah, so I, I got here and I, my idea was, right, I'm going to, I deferred my year for university when I went right. to Australia. Uh-huh. So my idea was, I'll come down here. I'll have, you know, my student loan. <laughs> um, I can get through my last year of uni and i'm just going to dedicate all my my time outside of that to to activism right. really um and yeah so that's that's exactly what i did i came down and i ended up going to the vegan camp out actually yeah and so for
0: those that don't know what that oh, is yeah. like they explain that as well
1: oh yeah the vegan camp out i actually forget that no one really knows what yeah. that is but um, there was 7,500 people there yep. this year. So a that was, lot, yeah, yeah, a lot of um, vegans or, you know, vegan curious people yeah. um, attended. Correct me if I'm
0: wrong, this was the highest attendance ever, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, crazy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we, we um, went to the camp out and the... I almost didn't go actually because I had a flatmate who... Well, she was going to be my flatmate. We still didn't have a flat yet. <laughs> but yeah, my flatmate, we... um we were sort of talking about it and I was like oh please come I really want to go I've you know I had seen it online for a while and I'd asked someone actually um that I knew like I wasn't close with them but I kind of knew them that mm. I knew they were vegan right. and I was like oh do you want to go to this yeah, but they were busy at the time so um unfortunately they couldn't come with me so my last resort was like right maybe I can get some non-vegan mm. friends to come with me so um I spoke to my my flatmate and. She was sort of like, no, I don't really want to go. Doesn't doesn't sound great. All the rest of it, and um, then I had also a vegetarian friend, and he was um, he was working, and I asked him, oh, are you off work this weekend? You 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 happen to be free? And he was actually free, so yeah. that was really um, really good. So he was like, well, do you know what? I actually don't have an excuse and he's the sort of person that, you know, if he doesn't have an excuse, he's like, Okay, fine, I'll come. So that was quite lucky for me. So he came and then my flatmate came as well. So three of us went down to the camp out and it was so much fun. Um and actually, so my flatmate then, after going to the camp out, she watched um Dairy is scary, the YouTube yeah. video. It's like a five minute video by Erin Janus and it sort of um describes what happens in the dairy industry and um, like really well um and it is scary <laughs> yeah. so my flatmate watched that first and she thought oh yeah right i'm not gonna um have dairy ever again right i won't go full vegan but not gonna have dairy ever again right, Okay. then we went to a few talks and things um at the camp out so the camp is more for so it is for people that are curious about veganism it's not just for vegans yeah. so they've got Lots of influential speakers, they've got sort of doctors, they've got vegan activists, they've got um, just general people maybe into like the welfare of animals, things like that, um, that talk, so there's one stage for the talks, then they've got music as well, they've got mind, um, mind, body and soul workshops, like meditation, yoga, things like that, and then they have activism workshops as well. So I was quite interested in the activism workshops. But right. for for my flatmate, she went to some of the activists' talks. Right. And yeah, she, she sat through loads of them while mm-hmm. I was away doing other things, like just by herself, quite happy. Yeah. Um and then, you know, by the by the end of the camp out she sort of thought, Right, that's it. You know, I can't I can't go home now and start eating yeah. meat because there's nothing about veganism veganism I disagree with. Um, but for me personally, so I feel like the camp is a great place for people who aren't vegan to become vegan and then for vegans that aren't activists to become active. Right. Um, okay. So when I went there, that was the first time I actually heard about Animal Rebellion. And now I'm very heavily involved with with Animal Rebellion in Glasgow specifically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I was sort of sitting in a it was a nonviolent direct action training session and i was thinking um because I, i'm a big fan of that vegan couple so i went to their talk and they mentioned it and i was thinking Ooh, do you know what well i like that vegan couple so i'll go and i'll do the activism session yeah. um, that they've suggested and i went and then i thought do you know what? this sounds really good you know i could take two weeks off uni because they were they were talking <laughs> about the rebellion in october so it was sort of with extinction rebellion at the same time as yeah. that um and they were they were hoping to get like lots of people on the street um protesting and yeah i thought do you know what this sounds like a really good way to actually reach people um it's not sort of about targeting individuals it's about creating system change yeah and you know it was just the first thing i'd really heard that i was like yeah that is definitely something i could get on board with um sort of their their values like no blaming and shaming and welcoming everyone and every part of everyone so you don't necessarily have to be a vegan to join animal rebellion either and I think that's great finding something that people can sort of get involved with. Yeah. Um but they you know they don't have to necessarily be vegan. They they can just share the belief that the system does need to change. Yeah. And it does, you know, to to target climate change. Like animal yeah, agriculture is a, a leading cause.
0: Um before we started recording you mm. were saying about when you first became vegan and mm. the effects it had on your health. Do you yeah. want to try and get into that a little bit?
1: Yeah absolutely. Well, i would be able to take that off the screen first. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) Sorry. Don't
0: worry about it. Um, Also, for those who don't know much about uh, what Extinction Rebellion is and what Animal Rebellion is, if you know what Extinction Rebellion is, Animal Rebellion is sort of like a sister branch to that, Mm -hmm. you could say. Um, Yeah. And Extinction Rebellion is the movement of getting uh, politicians and governments to listen to Mm -hmm. and take action towards climate change
1: yeah absolutely so yeah one of the things animal rebellion sort of felt so a lot of us we obviously share the same values as extinction rebellion however they sort of almost completely ignore the fact that animal agriculture has such huge impact on on the climate and so it's like i used to actually think it was like the plant-based version of extinction rebellion but no it's actually just extinction rebellion but also with um a core value that we need to change the food system as well yeah. as a way of um, tackling climate change and for that to happen anyone can agree with that you, yeah, know, yeah. Um, you don't have to be vegan necessarily yep. um, but it just happens a lot of vegans are part, yeah, of, yeah. It, are part of it
0: um, so yeah going back to like mm-hmm. when you first became vegan and the uh, effects it had on your health
1: mm-hmm. yeah so um, basically because I went vegan just off the back of pieces of information I'd yeah. heard here and there I knew nothing about nutrition. I um, I didn't really know much. Well, I didn't know much about nutrition, like whether I was vegan or not. Yeah. Like I was very unhealthy. And I think at the a lot time. of people are in the same yeah. situation. Yeah. Most people like, are in the same situation. Yeah. People just they just buy food yeah. that they like and they'll eat it and they will not really yeah. think about what impact it's going to have on their body, like whether it's good or bad. Yeah. Um. So I was quite unhealthy. I would put on a lot of weight at uni, and you know I was hearing comments from family members here and there, like oh, you should try and do a bit of exercise, try and, you know, eat this, eat that. And that, um, you know, I'd I'd always had sort of a problem with my my appearance and um, like even my weight, I would say. I was always quite self-conscious. Right. And so anyway, when I first went vegan, my diet was pretty much like I would have maybe a bit of toast and an apple for breakfast and like couscous and vegetables for lunch and maybe like couscous and vegetables for dinner right, so okay. it was like nothing nutritious um like I wasn't really getting any iron any b12 any like real source of protein either um I was like quite literally starving myself I was also exercising a lot of that time because I sort of felt like a bit like sloppy and sluggish and um my boyfriend at the time he had gone over over to australia and um i was thinking all right he's gonna be back at the end of the summer i don't want to be this sloppy (laughs) like Mm. awful looking blob (laughs) i'm gonna like get into shape as well so it was a combination of literally i was starving myself like unintentionally and then over exercising and i lost about 17 kilos in sort of the space of like four to five months which was like extremely quick and yeah. like pretty dangerous. I would yeah, say like yeah. my, my periods literally stopped as well. Right. So I was very, very unhealthy. Um, like that was like quite a big thing. Um, and then, yeah, so when I went over to Australia then, I went straight from living in a caravan to then living in a van and driving around the whole coast. So that was great. But I was really sort of eating beans and cans of soup and um, sort of lots of, vegetables and things again probably just not eating enough maybe right Um, when i was like driving around in the van and then there wasn't a real chance to like sort of go out and eat so it was relatively healthy but it wasn't like enough enough quantity Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Um. so again i was still i hadn't like put on any weight or anything um like i was still relatively like thin um but i would say i was eating more um sort of protein rich foods and things like that right um but yeah not not healthy um in the slightest and then when I got to Melbourne actually or no it was actually when I when I got to Ipswich so I drove like from Perth round um right. sort of clockwise <clears throat> and in Ips- Ipswich I had some family members and um, like third cousins and I decided do you know what I want to try and share some aspect of veganism with my family members because they yeah. didn't really know much about it um and I, I had like made a sort of little list of documentaries that I quite wanted to watch. Um, I'd just maybe seen a couple of posts on social media saying, oh, like this, this documentary is like about health, this one's about the climate, this one's about the animals. So the three options I sort of gave them were um, Forks Over Knives, Cowspiracy and Dominion those were the three i'd seen that i was sort of like oh well they've impacted someone in some way so it might be good for me to watch them as well and then mm-hmm. i quite like watching things before i recommend them to people so um yeah so we watched right. um forks over knives anyway and that was a real big wake-up call sort of shock to me i because i'd been hearing all of these things from family members like oh you're doing really great like you've lost all this weight oh you're looking so good you yeah. know. and it was like all these positive things but right. really like in myself i wasn't I wasn't happy with how I looked still. Like even when I was at my thinnest, I was just I was still unhappy with how I looked. So it's not it didn't change anything. Um but I was getting all of these positive reassuring comments. Yeah. Um but then I realized, oh my goodness, I was literally starving myself. I've been having like, like you know, I've had no nutrients in my diet. Um but I feel like whether I was vegan or whether I was eating meat, watching Forks over knives would have been a shock to the system either way. Yeah, yeah. Because before I was eating like mac and cheese, like with bits of bacon in it for like, you know, three meals a week Um, yeah. <laughs> before I was vegan. Yeah, so I was yeah. kind of like, well, um, you know, either way it would have been like a shock. But I was like, right, no, I'm probably, you know, I feel like maybe I've done some damage to my body. <laughs> um, So I decided I looked more into nutrition. Like I bought my first thing of nutritional yeast, things like that yeah, to get right, my B12. Okay. Um, I was eating more, um, like lentils, like mm-hmm. curry, dal things, um, like getting more protein, eating lots of spinach and kale, um, to get like iron, calcium, things like that. So I was very, at that point I became very conscious of my health. Um, whereas before I wasn't really concerned, it was just more about like, oh, well, I'm skinnier when I eat this or like, yeah, yeah things like that. So yeah, my diet became, um, a lot better with education, mm-hmm. which I would advise if anyone is considering going vegan, don't do what I did. Yeah. Don't just jump in um, and stop eating animal products. Just do some research and make sure you're replacing the nutrients that you would get from those animal products with nutritious vegetables and fruits and legumes and nuts and seeds and like seeds are a great one for like omega like fatty acids and things that you would miss because I was getting like no fat in my diet whatsoever um but now I eat like seeds and nuts and things like that like peanut butter is great and very tasty easy Mm -hmm. way to like um to get that in you um but yeah that was um probably one of the biggest things i had to overcome it was it was sort of like a combination of disordered eating i was i was battling with and then like over exercising and just like general body image yeah but i feel like once i got the nutrition under control and then i've sort of got a healthy exercise routine now um and like i'm very happy with how i look you know i'm yeah. i'm very comfortable in my own That's skin good to hear. If, yeah if yeah, yeah. I, like i'm so much happier now but if anyone said anything to me that was like you know maybe like a comment like oh you started putting weight on again or you know things like that and she's like well so what you know I'm healthy yeah as long as I know I'm getting all the nutrients I need to sort of keep my brain functioning and you know my body in check and things like that um then I don't really care what I look like as long as I'm in a fit state to help the animals that's the most important thing for me now and I am um so so that's great and um. it's also
0: kind of good that you went through what you went through mm. uh, because you can come from like a primary source like to teach people the better options out there yeah. and how to do it properly instead mm. of more people going and trying to do it, doing yeah. it wrong or, or having really uh, adverse uh, health uh, like yeah. defects from it mm-hmm. and then just completely like abandoning because of that no, and then going exactly. back to like what they had already or what, doing what they were doing already. Yeah. But rather just starting from, from like scratch. Mm. Knowing what to do and exactly. how to do it the best exactly. way and what's best. No, I wanting. do.
1: Yeah, I do try to share a lot on my social media now, like what nutrition you're getting from what ingredient. If I post um, like foods, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll make sure there's something of everything in yeah. that recipe. So it's like a kind of complete, uh, like a nutritionally complete meal that that person is going to be getting right, if they're copying right. my recipe. Um, so all my meals now, um like in my my oats in the morning, I'll have like seeds, nuts, fruit like yeah. lots lots of like nutrition in there yeah um like protein um like b12 from like a fortified milk things like that um so i do i am very very health conscious yeah. now um like you know it might not look it because people sort of um they'll link health with physical appearance so they might think mm. oh well eve was really healthy before when she was skinny but now she's put on weight she can't be healthy I like I am the healthiest I've ever been in my life right now, and yeah. I'm definitely the happiest as well. Um, so that's like something I'm really happy about that I've like overcome. That what like, was such a big problem that did consume me, just like body image. And I think all young girls, especially, go through it, and boys as well. and um, like just young people in general. There's always influences from social media. Um, like one of the first things I actually did was just unfollowed all celebrities. Right. Um, things like that on, on social media. Anything that was making me feel like, oh my God, like, why don't I look like that? Um, yeah. So I don't actually follow any celebrities on social media still to this day. I think
0: that's a good idea for anyone, mm. really.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's like one thing. It's not really vegan related. But yeah, um, yeah just um, making sure as long as you're healthy, Um, like I've got my blood, um, my blood's checked maybe twice since being vegan mm-hmm. and they've both been like both yeah. times, everything's been perfect. Like even better than they were before like very low cholesterol um, like just yeah every everything's sort of in check now um, and I'm looking after myself.
0: Yeah just bringing up cholesterol there that's mm. a, a good point because cholesterol is definitely something that affects mm. a lot of people but it's mm-hmm. not a visual thing you can't yeah. see cholesterol no, you don't exactly. know what that looks like mm. but that's uh that clearly harms a lot of people mm-hmm. Um, and I think that disassociation between what someone looks like and how healthy they are exactly is like makes no sense to think that mm-hmm. you can see health mm-hmm. necessarily yeah and that's yeah.
1: It's, it is something that it's almost like we've just been led to believe like if i'm skinny i'm healthy yeah if I'm, exactly if i have got I'm, a bit of you know body fat then i must be unhealthy yeah. it's just completely unrelated um but yeah cholesterol is it, quite interesting so Um, A lot of like these foods, um, like so processed meats, they're um, like ranked as a class one carcinogen by the World Health Organization, Mm -hmm. like alongside tobacco, alcohol, asbestos, um, things like that. Obviously, we know they're bad for us. But then things like eggs, people might think, well, eggs are healthy, lots of protein. They are very high in cholesterol, though. Yeah. It's like one egg um, has the same amount of cholesterol as five cigarettes. Um, So like things like that, you just don't think about. you really don't yeah so like even so you might have these guys or girls um like anyone that's really into the gym like smashing 10 eggs for breakfast yeah but that is that is keeping their cholesterol very high so if you just swap that for a plant-based protein like maybe like tofu scramble or something instead you would see you'd still be getting that protein but your cholesterol levels would go down drastically
0: yeah um and the talk of veganism and like going to the gym right now mm-hmm. is very prevalent due to yeah. that documentary that just came out. Yeah. And uh that sort of uh that information has like blown up. Like a lot mm-hmm. I know I think Absolutely. four or five people that have went and tried like the like a vegan <clears throat> diet purely based off that documentary. Yeah. Um so what are your opinions on that documentary and the correlation between physical health and veganism?
1: Well, um so Physical health-wise, I think it's great. There's a lot of, um, so yeah, in the Game Changers movie mm-hmm. documentary, they um, they've got a lot of plant-based athletes um, that are all, you know, they they're on plant-based diets to improve their performance, um, like overall. And you know, in doing that, their their performance is improving because of their health improving. Like um, a vegan diet is sort of the healthiest diet, a whole food plant based vegan diet. Obviously, you can eat a vegan diet that's full of rubbish. Yeah, um, of I'm I'm on a whole food plant based vegan diet myself now, um, because I want to be you know peak health yeah, for yeah. for doing as much activism as possible. Um, but yeah, the the correlation it does um, so it improves your recovery um by by heaps um you know like your your muscles are getting all the sort of protein you're getting a lot of carbohydrates you're getting everything you need from your your vegan diet and you don't have the sort of well yeah you don't have your high cholesterol you don't have all of these other sort of more um like well side effects from eating meat um I'm trying to think what else in the the documentary is quite good um I would say the documentary overall is amazing. Um so like for the from the greater good perspective, um the documentary is having a great impact on raising awareness of you know, that a plant based diet is appropriate for athletes, which mm-hmm. most people might feel like, Oh, I'm not gonna get enough of this, that, or the next thing. Yeah. Um but yeah, um so it's great in that from that perspective, but it does sort of target men, which I think is it, it, it's sad that they've kind of had to do that, like target men and their health and sort of yeah. their, their manhood, if you like, things like that, um, to have an impact. It obviously, um, from an animal rights side of things, anything that's going to help the animals is good. Yeah. But again, you know, if it's if it's going to be um, targeting like people and their you know their body image or like yeah. you know things about themselves. Um, I'm not sure that that would that is the best way to go about it. Um, so yeah, it's it's a little bit con- controversial, yeah. but I do feel like it's, overall it overall is a good documentary, very informative. Um, and yeah, the the guy that's created it is is vegan himself mm-hmm. now after after creating the documentary. So it do, it does go to show you know going through the the research process yourself as someone that maybe eats animal products, um, seeing how a plant based diet could improve your health improve your performance you know just trialing out because there are so many people now just trialing the the plant-based yeah. diet off the back of the documentary which is amazing yeah um, and just like it's just been a massive topic of um conversation um like in the, the past couple of months since it's been out which is really nice to see sort of just like mainstream social media um it is out there so that's Mm -hmm. good it's it's basically starting conversations about veganism which um i think is is obviously a very positive thing
0: talking about anything is always the best way to Mm -hmm. understand Mm that and um it's that even regardless of how controversial it is Mm -hmm. uh it's definitely better to talk about it because i'm sure when veganism started to become more prevalent it was Mm -hmm. a very controversial topic not saying it's not a controversial topic now (laughs) because it definitely is yes but at at that first like when the the seed was Mm -hmm. first planted People were definitely looking at it differently than how they are now, yeah. which is interesting. Um, before we started recording, you were talking about about uh, your struggle with addiction. Would you be interested in talking about about that? Yeah.
1: So um, I have always sort of had a problem with alcohol, um, like drinking alcohol. Like right now, I am sober and I have mm. been for. I just checked on my phone earlier, and it's like eighty seven days. Amazing. So yeah, I'm really happy about that. Yeah, um, incredible. Like that's yeah, that's something I've been trying to overcome for a while. Um, it was more like social pressures that stopped me every time I've tried to stop drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it was um, the first time I sort of realized that that was an option for me. was um, seeing like activists like that vegan couple mm-hmm. and they're sober. And I, was, I remember I was listening to a podcast um, when I was in Australia and they were saying, oh yeah, like people that are drunk are just so obnoxious. And I was like, no, we're not. Like, <laughs> you know, that's not yeah. me. Um, and then now, now I sit here and I've been on a couple of nights out sober, and I have seen some some sights. And you I'm have thinking, saw what the obnoxious yeah, looks like. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, right. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, and I'm glad that I'm past that. Um, but yeah, in in the past though, I I'd got into a lot of trouble. Um, as a child, like at the age of 14, I almost got an ASBO for sort of like drinking out in, in public. It was like a Tesco car park. Um, you know, um, that wasn't great. And then in school I had, well, I would have potentially, I would have been the house captain of like a house within the Mm -hmm. school. Um, and then drank a lot of alcohol, almost had to, to go to hospital to have my stomach pumped. And then was, you know, demoted from having that position. Um, And then, you know, didn't do too well in my exams either. And ended up leaving school a year early. Um, But it was like lots of little things here and there. Like I was kind of struggling with home life a little bit when I left school. Um, I wasn't enjoying sort of being at home so much. So I was just going down to Edinburgh every weekend pretty much. Going out drinking sort of just to pass the time. And yeah, as, as time went on, I was at university... I'd be drinking pretty much every night um, or I'd go to uni and like as a treat for just waking up and going to an hour lecture, I'd go out for a pint or go to the pub. Um, it was just like, that was what my life revolved around. It was just yeah. drinking um, and, you know, obviously a massive waste of money as well, Um, drinking alcohol. And um, yeah, so from there, I would say like the... If, if I hadn't reached that point already where I was sort of like, right, this needs to stop. There was, there was one night out in Edinburgh that I woke up somewhere, I had no idea where I was. Right. I'd lost everything. I was, you know, it was scary. Um, yeah, of course. And then I was 17 at the time as well. I went to the train station. I had to just like beg. I was crying. I was just like, please, can I get a train ticket to get home? Um, and, you know, that should have been a point in my life where I, I thought to myself, right, no that's it no more and it was sort of around that point um it was probably a combination of getting in trouble at school um and then like you know those sort of situations where I was like drinking to the point of blacking out I started drinking like ciders more often and not really touching the spirits um but then eventually it just built back up and I was like back on like drinking a lot of spirits and um like just not remembering anything um after nights out and yeah, so there was there was one particular incident that I was in my car after a night out and I was asleep and the keys luckily were in the back of the car, the engine was off. But I got woken up by the police and I was arrested um, under the suspicion of being drunk and in charge of a vehicle. Yeah. So that's basically when you're like in a car and the keys are in the car. So like you are in charge of the vehicle in the sense yep. like you could turn the car on yeah. and drive. Um, so... That was a very like scary situation to be in. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't pleasant. I was just thinking, oh my god, I'm going to be in so much trouble. Um, I was, you know, obviously very upset. I thought, right, that's my, my license lost. What am I going to do? Like, um, I just, I just didn't know um, what what I was going to do at that point as well. I was, I was sort of struggling at university. I was just, my mental health has always been quite a big issue for me. I was feeling quite low at that point uh, in general and I anyway so the the court date was set I was going to go into court and very luckily um because of all the evidence that was in my favor like the the keys being in the back of the car I was asleep when I was you know woken up and arrested um there was enough um for them to then say right this is obviously you made a mistake um you you weren't driving the vehicle yeah um so that's it we're gonna sort of leave it at that so i felt you know very relieved but unfortunately for me um i was driving down to uni and i was actually going to drop out of university at that point because i was just really really struggling um like sort of mentally um with things and it was like more like having that court date hanging over me as well it was just like lots of yeah. little things here and there I was just like this is just too much I need to like go and stay at home for a bit but on my way down to uni it was sort of raining I was um driving my car so this was before I had um been to court and had everything dropped mm-hmm. And I actually ended up crashing my car and it got written off and I thought, well, do you know what? That's that. Um, you know, I was going to lose my license anyway, but then it turned out I didn't lose my <laughs> license. So You're I just jealous. had a very bad like series of events Jeez, happen. Oh. But that actually made me because I lost my car. I was like, well, now I'm stuck down in Paisley for a bit, like I was going to go and pick up my stuff. So I just stayed at uni just out of, yeah. you know, um, convenience almost. Y- yeah. Um, but no um, <laughs> after after the um, sort of Christmas time like my, my, my parents were very keen on me to try and stick it out um, so after Christmas time I decided right I'm gonna try give this a go I, I was receiving some counseling I was on antidepressants right. as well the counseling really helped me um, actually like it was a counselor set up through the university so that was like a really nice thing for me to have Um mm-hmm. You know, just someone to talk to yeah. that was like just there to listen. Um and then I started doing a bit more, started like hanging out with people, like doing a bit more, you know, the stuff with friends. And this was sort of the point after that, like um my first um like my Christmas dinner where I was like, Oh my god, like yeah, I'm not gonna eat birds anymore. Right. So this was just after that. So this was when I was sort of I would say I was becoming happier. I was just doing more of what I wanted to do. Um, like, my birthday had passed as well. But yeah, on my birthday night, actually, that was another time um, I drank a lot, obviously. And I'd left a cheese toastie in the toasty maker. And I woke up, and I'd obviously fallen asleep in the shower, of all things. And I was like, why am I so uncomfortable? And I had, like, my neck on the tap. And I was just like, oh my goodness, why am I so cold? And the water had gone cold. And I was just thinking, what a mess you know what what kind of situation is that to end up right. in um yeah so it was just lots of things like that I should have really thought to myself like no yeah you shouldn't be drinking uh, because it was just constant every time yeah. I went out it was like a blackout um and I'd always had family members and things telling me like maybe you should stop drinking maybe you should do this um or cut down all the rest of it I just thought it was funny like I'd like wet the bed maybe like four or five times um in my adult life from right. drinking yeah. to excess and then you know having losing control complete control um and then it, yeah so it got to the point where I had some people that I sort of started bumping into that were sober and then I sort of discovered the the straight edge vegan community mm-hmm. online and then um like one of my mom's friends that I really look up to she's been sober for a number of years and it was sort of I realized you know what that is an option I don't have to because the times that I have tried to stop drinking it was my friends and family members were, or like my friends were like oh no like that's not fun you know um and it was yeah social pressure definitely I think it's like one of the hardest things to break out when that's such because it was like my life it was every day I would be going out for a drink or yeah. having a drink at the house.
0: So for people that are currently going through what mm. you were going through yeah. What would you sort of say or or how would you or do you have any words of wisdom kind of thing?
1: Um, I would say words of wisdom wise, definitely you do not need alcohol. I know everyone's like, Oh, you don't need alcohol <laughs> to have fun. Yeah. But um but I don't know, find find a hobby. Like I what I did when I first went sober was um I threw myself into activism yeah. and that's been amazing because Animal Rebellion, they've got a zero tolerance policy anyway. So obviously if you're like taking part in an action or something that's possibly arrestable as well like with extinction rebellion yeah. um like any of these sort of movements if you're you know caught with drugs or alcohol in your system you know that's just, Yeah. you know that's that's not great. Yeah. So um I thought well it's not well, just bad on yeah, you but bad on That the reflects group badly as well, on yeah. them yeah so I was thinking well I want to take this seriously yeah. um I you know it's a waste of my time it's a waste of my money and uh, it got to a point. I was at the doctor's. I was really, really low. Like my, my mental health was was uh, very bad. Um, and the doctor actually referred me to a sort of group for alcoholics. Mm. And at that point, I sort of said to myself, "Right, I don't want to. I don't want to go." <laughs> like yeah. I I had actually almost gone to one a few months prior when I was working sort of up up north before I came down to Paisley. And, um, yeah, my anxiety was just so bad and I just, I just couldn't go. And this was, I was telling my friends about it. I was like, this is how I'm feeling. I'm feeling this bad about alcohol that I'm actually considering going to one of these meetings. Um, and you know, half of them were sort of like, yeah, no, that's, you know, fair enough. And then some were like, oh no, it's not that bad, you know, but I think it's just, you know, I, I'm the only one that knew how I was doing at the time. It was really consuming my life. So it was almost like having this excuse of oh well i've joined this organization that's zero tolerance as well that's like something i'm very good once i commit to something i can you know commit to it and then i'm like well that's me not doing that again it's like eating animal products as soon as i realized how violent the industries were and how how terrible um like the practices you know like standard practice things like just like clipping the teeth of piglets mm. and cutting their tails off or like de-beaking hens mm. um, like things like that that you just don't think about that you know people are like oh well the animals had a happy life or like just knowing that the animal dying at or being killed um, yeah. at you know less than a year old they're all babies um, it's just little things like this Um, as soon as you're sort of aware of them you're like right no I'm stopping there I'm not going to do that ever again and it's the same with with alcohol I'm and like drugs as well um I'm I'm very confident that I've I've put my foot down now I'm saying right that's it I'm committing to this I'm never going to do it again like when I want something I want it and I can commit to it because the times in the past that I've tried to maybe stop drinking I've I've not been so sure of myself it was like when I initially went vegan and someone had maybe offered me something like a bit of fish or a backyard mm. hen egg yeah. when I wasn't so sure of myself I would maybe be like oh well I'm going to look weird if I say no or yeah, like it's right. not that bad you know I don't so you just look. sort of conform to in mm-hmm. the moment exactly yeah. and in the past you know I was like I'm going to look like such a big like a strange um, weird mm-hmm. person if right. I'm saying right I don't drink but now I'm very confident in saying do you know what I don't drink because it was bad for my mental health it was you know I was wasting my time yeah. I've got more time to be you know, doing productive things that I actually wanted to do when I was wasting all of that time being hung over or wasting all that money on alcohol. Um and, you know, it's that's that is a good enough answer. Um, you know, if if you tell people you don't drink and they sort of like, Oh, well, why? You yeah. know, it would be like if I was like, Oh, I don't do heroin yeah. um like no one would be no like oh why it. yeah, yeah it's like or alcohol, even cigarettes if you yeah. don't smoke no one yeah, no one questions yeah. It, but, but alcohol is the so only it's the lives. only drug that people would yeah. question why why don't yeah. you take take this and yeah. consume this drug which i think that really needs to change um so yeah if you, if anyone is going through that just know that it's very normal not to want to put something into your body yeah. that's, you know, it's like you know, cancer causing, um, and yeah. it's it, it's like a, a poison to your. A toxin. Yeah, yes. it will, it will like, it will stop your kidneys working. It will um, damage your liver. Yeah. It will, brain cells like depleting. Yeah. It's yeah, it's really bad for you, and mm. you lose control over, um, you know, your body. You lose control of your mind. You lose time. You lose money. It's just, yeah. it's, it's not something you have to do and just know that you don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um so first of all, thank you very much for coming on. Is that's there anything it. you'd like to say while you have the platform?
1: Um I would probably say if you are if you are curious about veganism, um like please just do do research into what sort of nutrition you need before you start. Um obviously it's great if you've seen something and you're like right that's it, I need to go vegan. But please um it does take a bit of time but once it's the same with any other lifestyle change it's like when everyone started recycling you know at first you're sort of like oh this is so much effort but now you just like out of habit you'll just put the the cardboard in the cardboard mm. box put yeah. the, the cans in the, yeah. the can bin um, it's just like learning a new behavior yeah. and it doesn't take long yeah um just there, adapt to yeah, that lifestyle exactly yeah. and there's so many health benefits uh, to veganism it massively reduces your impact on on the planet like you can it there are estimations now that you could reduce your carbon footprint by 85 percent like up to 85 percent by um adopting a plant-based diet wow. um which is you know insane yeah it's um like one one shower is um oh no one one pound of, of beef is like the equivalent to like 200 showers right, you know, everyone's okay. telling you have shorter showers hmm. just you know look into it you could cut out meat and you would have a a far greater impact so definitely um look into other avenues if maybe the the animal rights stuff isn't something that concerns you too much do look into other avenues um a lot of the times i relate things to my dogs i think just imagine how scared those dogs would be if they were you know in a situation that farmed Mm. animals are in um just if there's anything that you can do to make that connection yeah try yeah um and yeah no um definitely i'm i'm so happy um as as a vegan as an activist um it has changed my life yeah like i would i would probably still be drinking eating mac and cheese every night of the week i would be very unhealthy i would be very you know i i did feel like i had no purpose in life before yeah. but um yeah if you if you are vegan curious please please look further into it and i'm sure if there's anything that's holding you back you will find an argument that against it and you'll be like right well i've got nothing left now um like just i'm gonna go for it um and also if you're an activist if anyone is um accusing you of forcing um like that you're forcing your lifestyle on them a piece of advice i would give you is um like you're you're encouraging people to be vegan in the Mm. same way you would encourage them to recycle in the same way you would encourage them to walk instead of drive in the same way that you would encourage them to buy second hand like it is not you're not forcing your lifestyle on anyone so keep keep encouraging people to be vegan yeah. and you know stand your ground be sure of yourself because yeah. that's something i wish i had done sooner as well but no thank you thank you for having me no thank um, you very much for
0: coming on i'll link all your socials below and stuff oh, so anyone can <laughs> check it out and uh, yeah thank you yeah <laughs>